or its management. This is AM620 WSNR. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Broadcasting live worldwide. Click, listen, enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to TCN, Talk Line Communications Network Radio, America's number one Jewish program. The TalkLine Communications Network proudly presents its flagship program, TalkLine, America's number one Jewish program, the pulse beat of the Jewish community, with Zev Brenner. And now, your host, Zev Brenner. And welcome to another edition of TalkLine. I'm Zev Brenner. Tonight we have a very special broadcast for you. But first, I want to remind you that we're here with you on WSNR 620 AM, Monday through Wednesday from 7 p.m. till 9 p.m., Thursday nights from 7 p.m. to 11 o'clock, Saturday nights, World Jewish All Saturday nights starting at 9 p.m., going all the way till 4 a.m. And on Sunday nights, our new broadcast is on WOR Radio 710 on the AM doll. 9 to 10 p.m. That's tomorrow night, six days a week. We are 24 hours a day. When we're not on the radio, you can catch us at TalkLineNetwork.com. That's TalkLineNetwork.com. Our 24-hour day listen line, 641-741-0389. That's where you can catch us 24 hours a day on the cell phone. Download the Jewish Radio app. We are part of that as well. Tonight, we have a very special broadcast we are in just a few moments going to be looking. You know, we've been talking about the fact that Orthodox Jews have been blamed for the COVID, you know, spreading the COVID in parts of New York. And that's what a lot of the media and people tend to believe that. But are you aware that Orthodox Jews have been in this fight, in the forefront of the fight to fight COVID and doing a great job? We'll speak to Morty Searle and to Chaim Leibowitz, co-founders of COVID Plasma Initiative. A lot of Orthodox Jews have been giving plasma. That's been life-saving. They've been giving it to help everybody, regardless of religion, color, creed. So we'll talk to them about that. Nat Lewin will be on hand. He's a superb lawyer. He's done so much for the community, fighting uh, for good Jewish causes. And uh, tonight, uh, he'll be joining us as well. And as you just heard, uh, we talk, we'll talk. look at Amy Coney Barrett and the Jews. She worked for him. So he'll have some information about that. And then Rockland County legislator Aaron Weeder will look at they're seeing red in, Orange, in Rockland, Orange County as they're closing things down. What it is like? We'll focus on Rockland, Brooklyn, other areas that are in the red zone. We'll look at that. We'll also premiere tonight a brand new song from Hazanari Klein. First one, I think, in maybe 10 years or more. So we'll premiere that as well. You don't want to miss our very special broadcast. We are America's only Jewish radio programs on regular broadcast radio on the Internet and digital platforms. We begin right after these messages, so don't go away. Stay tuned. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the program, Mom Zev Brenner. And as I said at the onset, you know, Orthodox Jews have been accused of spreading the COVID by not wearing masks, and they've certainly been getting a lot of bad press in the media. Many of you may not be aware that Orthodox Jews are in the forefront of saving lives, fighting COVID-19, and especially by giving tons of plasma, which have benefited everyone. Right now, joining us is Morty Searle Esquire and Chaim Leibowitz, who is the deals who sells shoes and is a sh- as shoes as his company is involved with that. But they're co-founders of COVID Plasma Initiative, which is doing exactly what it says, using co- using plasma to save lives. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Good luck. So for our audience, I think the name says us all, but perhaps you give us an overview of what the company is doing and so we can get a handle because, like I said, we've been stereotyped, but the facts on the ground is we've been doing a tremendous amount and saving lives all over. Morty, let's start with plasma. you. Sure. The truth is plasma has been uh, one of the most effective treatments so far. Um, in, in, in combating plasma. And there isn't any one group that's been behind the success of it and the actual ability for this to be rolled out um, as an effective treatment as Orthodox Jews. Um, we were contacted earlier on. Chaim could tell you exactly um, what, the, what, what the sequence of events were. But it basically, the, at the end of February, when the virus was just breaking, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal, an op-ed, uh, by some professors from Hopkins University that uh, mentioned that perhaps convalescent plasma, which is basically ant- t- taken from patients who had recovered from COVID that had developed antibodies to fight the virus, could be effective to help people that were currently fighting the virus, to take the antibodies from the recovered person, put it in the person fighting it. And they said maybe it's a good idea. Theoretically, it's possible. It was used, you know, in the first half of the 1900s. Um, maybe it would work over here, being that the new virus, there's no real cures out there or treatments. And it would have been left there as a scholarly article, some idea in a journal, uh, a theoretical. But um, little did they know, as soon as they got connected to the firm community, uh, the big barriers to the treatment was that to get people out to donate in the middle of a pandemic, to get people that are recovered from the virus in the middle of a lockdown, to go out to a donor center to, to, to get uh, hooked up to a machine, put a needle put in their arm, and to donate the plasma. And no one thought that it would be able to be done at scale at all. Uh, they thought maybe they'd get a couple of dozen, maybe get some interesting data. But then they hooked up with Chaim, who hooked up with, uh, with, with me and Ab Swatisky, another co-founder of ours. And through many organizations, Jewish organizations, and Yidin that just wanted to save lives, we came out, we donated tens and tens of thousands of units, got the first 10, 15,000 people treated in, in New York City with the cases, and then it just snowballed from there into what it is today, where the FDA gave emergency use authorization for it, and it's one of the primary standards of care now uh, for COVID patients. Baruch Hashem now, unfortunately, with the second wave that's upon us, and it's really hitting us pretty hard, at least there's some treatments available, one of them in the forefront being uh, being plasma treatment. And one of the things that has been is that Orthodox Jews have been giving a lot of plasma, going through the testing and giving plasma, which has been used to help everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. 
there's 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 no other uh, community that's done this, and we've done, and it's happened from different areas, from the testing of donors um, to qualify them as donors to make sure that they have the requisite level of antibodies that make their plasma effective. There was organizations that were behind that, Lakewood Beacholim. They ran an amazing logistical campaign to test tens of thousands of people for donors to just every single year that we've asked to be involved with this has come out and come out in force. And initially it was we were saving people in New York. Plasma was going to treatments in New York. And then it ended up going all over the country. Uh, when there was a spike during the summer in the southern states, who they turned to? The Operation Warp Speed, they turned to the from Yidin to be, to be able to produce the plasma to treat the people in the south. And it was a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. And we speak about how, how there's so much Jewish blood pumping through the veins of this nation. But, uh, but really, it's, it's been an amazing experience and a real testament to, to the Jewish people. And, and, and Chaim could talk about how it's really being recognized in the medical, medical community, uh, how, how the from community stepped up and, and, and made this a... a uh, a reality made plasma treatment a reality. Yeah, go ahead, Chaim, because I because I think it's a story that needs to really be told in light of what the accusations are being hurled, and and also if you can address as to why somebody in the firm community have been giving plasma, it's it's an amazing thing. Chaim, go ahead. Sure. Uh, so, generally speaking, there are two things within the firm community. One, we value life, I would say, more than any other community. Sometimes the people in the medical community don't like it at certain end-of-life situations or what they perceive as end-of-life situations. But from the, the other, So that was one thing that made every firm person go out and donate. The second thing is we, we are very well organized, and there's a certain trust within the community that when certain organizations ask, you know, that it may be helpful that people actually go out and donate. And which is important that they do. So what I found also impressive that you've teamed up with some of the big names, Bloomberg and John Hopkins, how did that come about and what does that mean for the study? And we'll, and let's, we'll talk about the participation, how people can, can really be part of this. So how did the big companies get involved with you? So what, what actually happened was the other way around. Uh, one uh, friend, of, I've been involved with some complex medical conditions for people within the firm community for for a couple of years. And one of my friends, who is one of the top infectious disease uh, doctors over at Johns Hopkins, sent an email to one of the doctors in, at Einstein and cc'd me that I will be the one giving her donors. So they're the one who got me involved. Uh, the good thing is that it's very well recognized, and there I can I, mean, I have emails where the president of Mayo Clinic writes about the firm community that you you know that the Orthodox Jewish community saved tens of thousands of lives. So they're the ones that got us involved, and you know we were there to do our part. And back to what you had started in the beginning, that you know we're being blamed for a lot of things. I think if some of the people within the community would realize how many hours some of the Rabbonim had spent with the top scientists and physicians in the country before they made decisions what to open, how to open, they would all be amazed. I think most of, most of the Rabbonim within the community 
have based all their decisions you know, based on science, based on data from some of the top epidemiologists in the country. I'm talking from Johns Hopkins, from Mayo Clinic, from Michigan State University, Washington University, you know, some of the top doctors over at CHOP and so on. And I also want to add that this was, once once the, the Rabbanon and the people had the data, that this was something that may be helpful. It was something that the community as a whole was tremendously proactive and energetic about going forward with it. Uh, this was the middle of the lockdown. This was when people were scared to leave their houses. And people from the, all, all walks of the from community, organizations, got together and through all days, all, all hours of the day and night, 24 hours straight, Yontif, Shabbos, phone calls, meetings, organizing, negotiating with the blood centers. We just made it happen at a time when people and, and our governments were frozen in place and basically were, 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 were like a deer in the headlights. And our community was the community that stepped forward in a very self-sacrificing way to go ahead and to, and to get the plasma donations going, get the hospitals treating. I'll give you one example of the dedication. Our organization, COVID Plasma Initiative, it's dedicated in memory of Yitzchak the Moshe Eliezer. Yitzchak Moshe Eliezer is Chaim's brother. Chaim's brother was Nifter on, 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 uh, over, uh, towards about the second week when the COVID Plasma Initiative was founded. We were all busy, incredibly busy. Chaim calls me that night. I had no idea his brother passed away. He said, I'm going to have to be offline for about 45 minutes. I have a Leviathan to go to. I say, okay, fine. Right, he comes back online. We're dealing with arranging with the blood center. And he says, oh, you know that Leviathan? It was my brother's Leviathan. After that, we decided to name the organization in his memory. But that was one example of the dedication that throughout this whole thing, throughout the whole initiative, from beginning to end, has been exhibited by the, by, by the from community at a time when, again, the rest of the nation was startled, befuddled, not having a clear path. The Yidden saw something that could save lives. They jumped on it, and we made it a reality to the extent that over 100,000 patients, COVID patients in America, have received plasma treatments. Which is amazing. Now, so I want to talk Tachlis. So people that are listening right now, I'm probably saying, yes, A, you're reaching out to people that have symptoms, may not have gone to a hospital, that have COVID to some extent, and I want you to explain what that means, and how do people participate? How do people even get plasma and, and give plasma? How does it work? What's the process? What's the procedure? The, 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 first, the first point is that um, plasma right now, authorization that the FDA has given it under the emergency use authorization is only for hospitalized patients. A person who, who's, who's not hospitalized, who is not sick enough to be hospitalized but has COVID, their FDA authorization doesn't extend to that, which is a lesson because at the beginning of the pandemic when hospitals were over, overwhelmed and, and really going into hospital was, was a terrible, terrible ordeal, people were trying to stay out of the hospital. Shomer was setting up oxygen, oxygen concentrators at home. But now, six months later, it's almost exactly the opposite. Many treatments, including plasma, are only available in a hospital. Plasma, remdesivir, uh, blood thinners, steroids, high-flow oxygen, all that, which is life-saving and effective, is only available for patients if they go to a hospital. 
that's why the conventional wisdom now, Atzala's put tried to publicize this, and really this is this Gadai to listen just for this point. If you are sick enough to go to a hospital, if your oxygen flow goes under 95 and you're a candidate for hospitalizations, that if you wait and delay and stay out of the hospital and forego the treatments you can get in, in the hospital, that's where people get themselves in trouble. If someone is sick enough to be in the hospital, get to the hospital, get to the right hospital, get those treatments, get the plasma, the remdesivir, the steroids, the blood thinners, if that's appropriate. And Baruch Hashem, we're seeing very good results with, with not, not everybody, not all the time, but early treatment is key. Now, that being said, how do we make it that we can do even earlier treatments? How do we make it that we can get people this antibody treatment, the plasma treatment, even before they become sick enough to go to the hospital? And this happens all the time. Chaim and I get dozens of calls. People say, you know, my elderly grandmother, she tested positive. I'm nervous about it progressing. Baruch Hashem, now it's fine. What can we do for her? Can you get her plasma? And the answer almost always is, there's nothing to do. Keep an, keep an eye on her. Keep a carp watch. Be under medical care. And if you need, if, 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 if it deteriorates and she needs to go into hospital, you know, at that point, the plasma will be available. But what we've been working on with Hopkins is they're running these trials to try to get data that the FDA needs to approve plasma as an outpatient uh, basis, which means that those phone calls, if we're successful in assisting and supporting these trials, those phone calls we'd be able to answer by saying, you can go to a clinic and get a unit of plasma, nip the virus in the bud, and emit the shem, that patient will never progress to having to be hospitalized. Early, earlier treatment, which isn't available now. What are these trials? The FDA, in order to approve plasma, which right now is just approved for emergency use in the hospital, but in order to extend that for it to be used as an outpatient, they need enrollees in the trial to be able to show that it's effective. So these trials, 50% of the people that enroll get plasma, 50% get a placebo. If they see that the people who get the plasma do better off than the people that get the placebo, then they will have the data to support the extension of the authorization to allow the people to get plasma outside the hospital earlier on and be able to give that grandmother that calls us that plasma outside the hospital. And that's the, that's the, that's the idea behind these trials. If you are one of those people, if you have been exposed to COVID, in the past five days, or tested positive for COVID in the last five days, you can enroll in these trials, 50% chance you'll get the plasma, and then Mr. Shem, you'll have a complete recovery. And if not, and you get the placebo, you're not losing anything because the plasma shall deteriorate all the options that everyone else has available to you, but, you're all, but you are furthering these trials, which we've just explained are so important in order to allow the FDA to authorize early treatment on an outpatient basis. Go ahead, Chaim. Go ahead. Sure. So there are a couple of things. I just want to make clear. My brother passed away. My brother, unfortunately, had cancer, uh, you know, basically from Sukkot till Pesach, and he passed away the, the right, right after this month on Pesach. As far as the trials are concerned, I think one, one of the things that is that are that it's very important to point out 
the most important thing in the trial that you have to make sure is that the product or the medication or the procedure is safe. So on plasma, we have very good safety data. So that concern is, you know, we don't have a concern with the safety because Mershon has very good, uh, very good safety pattern. So the maximum that you can lose is the few hours that it takes you to go down there, and you still have a 50% chance that you'll actually get a plasma. So there's a 50% chance you'll get a treatment that is not available otherwise, you know, as an, an outpatient setting. In addition, you're helping that hopefully within a month or so or six weeks, it will be available for everyone to have, to have that available as an outpatient setting. So people want to participate. How do they do so? What's the procedure? Do they, where do they call? Where do they log in? Go ahead, Morty. So they could go to the website, covidplasmatrial.org, and, um, and, and over there there's a form to fill out. And once you fill that out, there's, um, there's, uh, they'll get a call back uh, pretty shortly thereafter. The trials, uh, with our support, have opened two new sites in Connecticut, in Norwalk, Connecticut, and Danbury, Connecticut. Norwalk, Connecticut is about le- under an hour from, from Muncie and from Queens and a little bit over an hour and a half from Brooklyn. There's free transportation at those sites. You make the call, and there's a transportation uh, available. You have to do several visits there. Um, that's part of the, the commitment to the trial. Uh, but they've been very, very easy to work with. The pa- people that, we've en- that have gone, that have enrolled, have had very positive uh, feedback to us. And uh, it, it's, it's a relatively simple, pro- simple process. Again, let's give out the number and the email address or the online address one more time for people to take part of the initiative. Oh. Sure, sure. COVIDplasmatrial.org. And the phone number to call? Um, we'll get you that in a minute. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll play a, a spy. I know you have a toll-free number that people can, can uh, sure. call. And you're listening to how Orthodox Jews have been at the forefront of helping by donating plasma, being part of the test. Morty Suro, Esquire, and Chaim Leibowitz are co-founders of the COVID Plasma Initiative that's really saving lives and really creating a Kiddush Hashem, a sanctification of God's name by so many Orthodox Jews that are participating. Gentlemen, I want to thank you for being with us. Thank you very much. And that number, uh, Zev, is... 888-506-1199. One more time. 888-506-1199. Gentlemen, thank you for being with us. Continued success and save lives. Fighting COVID, saving lives, using plasma is a very effective tool to do so. So, Yashikoach. Thank you, Zev. Good vach. Good vach. Thank you.